One of my favorite things when I'm reading, whether it's in literature, poetry, history, and of course the scriptures themselves, I, I just love coming across what I would describe as delicious words. Whether it's a new word that I've never really known and I get the chance to sound it out, whether it's the way that words combine in a line of poetry to create mellifluousness. There's a good word for you. I just love words. I always have. And so I love not just the English language. I love trying to learn little bits about, say, Greek as we study through the New Testament. I've loved the French language for many years, certainly a very poetic one. But I love that process whereby our brain interprets, learns, and then internalizes both meanings and even sounds of words. Well, if you've ever read C.S. Lewis's truly lovely, Surprised by Joy, perhaps you'll remember the moment that he describes when his learning of Greek moved from sort of this very syntactical understanding from a lexicon version of Greek learning into the place where he began to internalize true meanings. And I want to share with you a quote where he's describing that sort of revelation moment. I think it's beautiful and I think it's very meaningful as you and I move not just from loving words, but to loving the word, Jesus. So, This is from C.S. Lewis's Surprised by Joy. I was beginning to think in Greek. That is the great Rubicon to cross in learning any language. Those in whom the Greek word lives only while they are hunting for it in the lexicon and who then substitute the English word for it are not reading the Greek at all. They're only solving a puzzle. The very formula... Naus means a ship is wrong. Naus and ship both mean a thing. They do not mean one another. Behind naus, as behind novice or naka, we want to have a picture of a dark, slender mass with sail or oars climbing the ridges, with no officious English word intruding. Do you see what he's saying? That's been my experience, by the way, in French. I'll I'll hear or see a word in French, and then my brain does this lateral movement to, okay, that means this in English, and so then I superimpose that back over the French word. It's like this two- or even three-part process that's not quite true to knowing, knowing, knowing this language. Friends, similarly, we want to begin thinking in Jesus. He is the great divide to cross in terms of learning both the Father and the way of the kingdom of heaven. Those in whom his name, life, and personality live only while they are thumbing through the scriptures or who are consistently conflating his name, life, and personality with theology about him are not enjoying him at all. They are only following a system. The very formula... Jesus means these truths is wrong. Jesus and generalized Christian truths both both mean a thing. They do not necessarily mean one another. You see, behind Jesus, as behind the Christ and God in the flesh, 
we want to start to have a picture of a, a dark, slender, bearded man coming along the road, climbing up the ridges of the Galilee, with none of our officious religiosities intruding at all. What am I trying to say to you today? We want Jesus himself. We want him as he is personally illuminated by the Holy Spirit of whom? Of Jesus. So that by way of the Spirit, leading us through the perfect life of Jesus that we can read and know and understand, well, where do we land? We land within perfect intimacy with our Father God. Or I'll say it to you this way. We don't need to keep trying to translate Jesus. We need to personally know Jesus so that he may translate us and our perceptions. Doesn't that sound like a worthwhile use of your day today to not try and make these double and triple steps between uh, him, life, back to him, our own heart, our feelings, our perceptions, our our intellects, our, our, our inner conflicts? What if instead... Just as these simple people, we said, Jesus, all we desire is to know you as you truly are. Could I pray for us? Let me do it. Lord Jesus, for myself and for my brothers and sisters who happen to be listening, we desire an unstoppable experience of you. We desire wherever we are right this moment to have just a a glimmer of the joy in your eye, the smile on your lips, the look over the shoulder that beckons us nearer and says, let's go, let's, let's walk together. I pray we would move away from trying to translate and retranslate your life through our own lenses and understandings and that you would begin to give us revelation of your presence you would stand up off the page of the Gospels and beckon to us and say, come on again, let's go. Holy Spirit, you have never missed a moment of the life of Jesus, both before his time on earth and since. And so we ask you to be the one who introduces us, teaches us, and makes plain who he is so that we don't just know intellectually our Savior, but that we would fall in love and then follow. Lord Jesus, only you can do it by your spirit. And Father, call us home. That's our desire. Lead us through the rest of the day ahead of us. In your name, amen.